0: Blog Talk Radio. morning and welcome to another episode of Live Without Limits, Reach Personal Success on a Daily Basis, where we strive to reach personal success. And today we delve into a topic that is both profound and pivotal to our journey for self-improvement, introspection, our show, Reflective Journeys, Embracing introspection for personal growth is dedicated to uncovering the layers of our inner selves. Introspection is the art of looking forward, examining our thoughts, feelings, and motivations to understand ourselves better. It's a practice that can lead to immersed personal growth and a more fulfilling life by being introspective, we gain clarity and our values, desires, and the changes that we need to make to align our lives with our true selves. And we will explore the transformative power of introspection, and how it can be a catalyst for positive change. We'll discuss practical ways to incorporate introspective practices into your daily routine and how these moments of self-reflection can lead to a greater self-awareness, emotional intelligence, and ultimately a life without limits. So let's embark on the reflective journey together and discover the boundless potential that lies within each of us. Now, let's define introspection. Being introspective is a deeply personal and and introspective process that involves turning your attention inward to examine your own thoughts, feelings, and motivations. It's about taking a step back from the external world to engage with your inner landscape, to understand who you are, what you believe, and why you act the way you do. Self-reflection is a key component to being introspective. It's the practice of consciously pondering over your experiences, choices, and life events. Though self-reflection can gain insights into your behavior patterns and emotional responses, which can lead to greater self-awareness. This heightened awareness is crucial as it serves as the foundation for personal growth and self-improvement. Self-awareness is another facet of introspection, is the recognition and understanding of your own character, feelings, motives, and desires. It's about acknowledging your strengths and weaknesses, your passions and fears. With self-awareness, you can navigate life with a clearer sense of purpose and direction. The benefits of looking inward are manifold by understanding our thoughts and feelings We can make more informed decisions that are in line with our true selves. Introspection allows us to identify areas in our lives that may need changes or improvement. It also fosters emotional intelligence as we become better equipped. To handle our emotions and emotions of others. Moreover, introspection can lead to a sense of inner peace and contentment. When we understand our inner workings, we are less likely to be swayed by eternal pressures or the opinions of others. We become more resilient And adaptable to the face that life changes and challenges. Being introspective is about cultivating a relationship with yourself that is honest, compassionate, and nurturing. It's a journey that can lead to a more authentic, empowered, And fulfilling life. What's the role of introspection in your personal development? Introspection is a powerful tool for self-improvement, acting as a catalyst for change and growth. By engaging in introspective practices, individuals can uncover areas in their lives that may benefit from transformation. This process is internal exploration, allows for a clear identification of personal values, beliefs, and behaviors that are either conducive to one's goals or detrimental to the progress. Through introspection, one can set personal growths with a deeper understanding of what truly matters. It's not just about setting arbitrary objectives. It's about aligning yourself, aspirations, and your innermost desires and values. This alignment ensures that the goals are meaningful and that the motivation to achieve them is intrinsic and sustained. Moreover, introspection enhances emotional intelligence by fostering an understanding of one's emotional responses and the ability to manage them effectively. Recognizing patterns in emotional reactions enables individuals to anticipate and prepare for situations that might trigger negative responses. This awareness also facilitates better empathy and understanding of others as recognizing one's own emotions. That is the first step in recognizing the emotions of others. Introspection is a vital practice for anyone seeking self-improvement. It helps to identify areas of change, setting personal goals that resonate with one's true self, and developing a higher level of emotional intelligence all of which is essential components of personal development and achieving a fulfilling life. So now let's delve into some practice methods for introspection that listeners can incorporate into their daily lives. Journaling is a powerful introspective practice that serves as a conduit for self-expression and self-discovery. By regularly writing down thoughts, feelings, and experiences, individuals create a personal record that can be reflected upon. This practice can reveal patterns in behavior and thought. And it can also serve as a tool for tracking personal growth over time to make journaling a habit. Set aside a few minutes each day, perhaps in the morning or before bed to write freely without self-censorship. Meditation is another introspective technique that can help quiet the mind and foster a deeper connection yourself. These are some things that you hear people talking about when they talk about self-care. It allows individuals to observe their thoughts and feelings without judgment and creating a space for clarity and insight. Starting with a few minutes a day, one can gradually increase the duration as comfort with the practice grows. There are various forms of meditation, such as focused attention, mindfulness, or loving kindness. Each offering is different past to introspection, mindfulness practices, encouraging living in the present moment and observing one's thoughts and feelings as they arise. This can be done through mindful breathing where attention is focused on the breath or through activities like mindful walking or eating, integrating mindfulness into daily activities can transform routine tasks into opportunities for introspection. To incorporate these techniques into a regular routine, it's important to create a dedicated time and space for introspection. Consistency is key. So choose a time of day when introspections are unlikely and make the practice of non-negotiable part of your schedule. Remember, introspection is a personal journey and these practices are tools to aid in the journey. Find what resonates within you And allow it to guide you towards greater self-awareness and personal growth. Okay, now we will get into some stories, real-life stories, of sharing examples of how transformation occurs. with introspection can be incredibly impactful for listeners. Okay, so you may recount a pivotal moment in your life. And let me tell you something that in my life, I've been and experienced a lot of introspection. Why? Because I grew up with a disability at a time when there were few opportunities for people with disabilities. And I grew up in a home where there was a lot of negativity. And that negativity is what drove me to succeed. For instance, when I was in school, there were no laws that guarantee people with disabilities the right to an education. And I was always two to three steps behind what was going on in the classroom. But the one thing that I did was I would always question, why me? Why me? And I realized there was a reason for what I was going through. And that reason is that my goal was to always help other people, therefore, so they could succeed. And this is this is what happened for me. That I was always told you're worth you're worthless. You will never succeed. You can't take care of yourself. You can't live alone. You can't think for yourself. It was always what I couldn't do. None of what I could do. And therefore, and not only that, it was a very abusive environment. I had a mother that verbally, emotionally, and mentally abused and that's because that's all she knew, because that's the home she came from. And my father physically abused because that was the home they came from. And we often don't realize that what we do and how we treat our children and whether or not we're there for for them emotionally to meet their needs affects who they are as adults. Therefore, it's up to you to decide how you are going to make changes in your life. My mother was also very narcissistic. It was all about her and what she wanted, and she would often tell you that, oh, she would do this for you or she would do that for you. She'd do whatever you wanted. But this is what you had to do for her. And then that's how she hooked you into doing the things she wanted you to do. And then she never followed through to do the things that she promised. And I learned over time to only be dependent on me, myself, and I. And not only that, but I found the support systems once I was old enough to understand what was going on through the people around me. I had to learn how to do those things. And I know that as a young child, I had very low self-esteem and because there were no laws that guaranteed people with disabilities the right to an education, I was the only person in the school and in the class with a disability. And kids then didn't understand or and, and didn't know what disabilities were because people with disabilities were hidden away. Therefore, I was teased and mocked and laughed at. And that affected me also. And when you don't have a parent that's there, that that's willing to hug you, and tell you they love you, no matter what it really affects your your self esteem and it it also teaches you how to be very independent but but what made it different for me was that I had a very outgoing personality, I enjoyed interacting with people, therefore as an adult, as I began to study psychology, as I began to study mental health, as I began to understand different behavior patterns, then that's what helped me overcome. That's why often I will tell people that what you need to do for yourself is to understand who you are and where you come from and how you can help people and individuals and how you can help yourself because what I'm going to do is talk about different behavior patterns because this is important. If you've never had the Myers-Briggs and theirs is the extrovert, introvert, judging, non-judging, and a couple of others, but I have Use the DISC, which because I was a distributor with Performax and PDI and use their assessment programs and packaged training programs as one thing that I learned, which is the DISC. Dominant, influencing, steadiness, and conscientious behavior patterns. And they're very interchangeable and they're all within us. The dominant personality is the person who thinks they they control everything around them. And the introspective personality is someone that's very verbal, very interactive with other people. They can even conduct business while at a party. Then you've got the steadiness personality. And that person... Well, literally, when they work for a business, they will read the manual from cover to cover, and they will buy it. They will literally do everything by the book. And then you have the conscientiousness behavior pattern, and that's the person who questions everything until they understand it. Now, we, some of these are our strengths, some of these are our weaknesses, and understanding how, where, how these behavior patterns work and understanding that when you interact with other people, you need to be able to adapt and interact with them and be able to reflect on communicating with them in a way that that you're supportive of them now i know i've been talking about myself but i need to also talk about my sister because she's deaf she was the oldest one but her personality was to be very laid back to be the peacemaker, to have that steadiness personality. And if someone told her she was helpless and worthless, she bought into it to the fact that today she became very, very dependent on other people to tell her what to do. And now she lives alone and she's totally lost. She does not know what to do until someone comes along and tells her what to do. She will not bathe. She will not change her linen. She will not wash her clothes because she became so used to someone else telling her when to do it that she forgot literally how to take care of herself. And because she needed the kind of love and emotional stability from my parents that was not available, she didn't understand that she had to learn to give it to herself to the point that this is why she she would literally physically abuse herself to get attention. And now she's so lost that what, Ever anyone comes along and abuses her, she allows them to do it because she doesn't understand that it's abuse. She is so used to seeing things this way that she that my younger sister has continually done to her what my mother did and has isolated her and left her alone to the point that she's so lost, she literally doesn't know how to take care of herself or even how to interact with people. And the only way you can improve yourself is by understanding what's going on around you and how to react to it. This is why we have so many different behavior patterns within us. We have to learn how to bring up those areas that are our weaknesses and make them our strengths. One thing I can tell you is when my sister was much younger, she had friends. She went places. She did things. And then when my mother moved to Florida and it put her around people that were seniors and isolated her from the deaf community, then all of a sudden everything changed because she literally became totally dependent on my mother. And my mother did this to her because she didn't want to be alone because she didn't want to have to deal with her own issues. And they have a way of, pushing their issues on you so that they don't have to deal with anything about their own inadequacies. I have my younger sister will constantly call me a liar and call me a thief. And these are all the things that she's doing to her own sisters. And yet to her, it makes her feel good and better about herself by abusing her sisters. And then, too, she's very petty and very jealous of that. And what is she jealous of? Well, first of all, she gets Social Security, and she has a teacher's retirement. She lives on over $3,000 a month. Her sisters each live on under $1,000 a month. And she's so jealous of the things they get, of the food stamps, of the insurance coverage. She wants all of those things for herself. And yet, if I had had the same opportunities, I would probably not be jealous of her. I would just be happy for her for whatever she had. But she can't be happy for her sisters. So she's got to abuse them. And she literally took her sister and because instead of just telling her, go wash your hair, come back and I'll dry it for you. She literally screamed at her to go wash her hair, then pulled her by the hair to go in the other room and use the brush to pull it out so tightly that she was hurting her. She doesn't care. If she hurts anyone, as long as it makes her feel powerful for the things that she's doing. So understanding all of these things, standing where you come from and how you can learn and adapt. And if you have to, get the help you need. Do not let others tell you what you should do. And in today's episode of Reflective Journeys, Embracing Introspection for Personal Growth, we underscored the profound impact that introspection can have on personal development. We explored the essence of being introspective, delving into the practices of self-reflection and self-awareness and how These can lead to a deeper understanding of our innermost thoughts and motivations. We've discussed the significant role of introspection, place, and self improvement, highlighting its ability to help us identify areas for change, set personal goals, and develop emotional intelligence. We've offered Practical methods for engaging in introspection, such as journaling, meditation, and mindfulness, and provided guidance on integrating these practices into your daily lives. Through real life examples and guest stories, we've illustrated the transformative power of introspection in action. These narratives have shown that introspection is not just about the concept, but a practical tool that has facilitated real change in people's lives. I encourage you to embrace the practice of introspection, reflect on your own journey and identify areas where you can grow and take steps towards personal fulfillment. And I invite you to experience the insights of yourself. Use your stories to inspire and encourage others on their personal growth to success.